Good day, good evening, and good morning wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the second podcast of the week for the Babok Talk. This time, we're going to talk about an actual example of where stakeholder or role switching was going on rapidly for me. So I used to work for an apparel company here in um, British Columbia called uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> called Stormtech Apparel. And what I was doing was coordinating decoration of garments with company logos and event logos and anything else that they might want to put on their garments. And so they were buying stuff for either their employees or for the public to buy as I was on what's called the retail side, which means that all of my customers were either buyers or owners of shops similar to golf shops, ski resorts, and other small gift shops in towns and cities. And so it was my responsibility to go out and get the requirements from the customer on what they wanted to do for a particular order make sure that it got decorated onto the garments that they were trying to buy and that they were buying garments that were actually going to work in terms of creating the most optimal ROI for them on their end. Because at the end of the day, they didn't actually really care what they were buying or what it looked like as long as they could get a good ROI off of it. So they often resorted to result to asking me what I thought. So I was playing a lot of different roles in this particular position because for sure at, at first it was about working with the customer and being a bit of a, a sales agent or whatever you want to call it to actually sell the garments and sell the decoration that we could do. But more often than not, they were just submitting orders because they were already a regular customer. So at that point, I actually had to take on the business analyst role where I was collecting requirements and really getting down to what was that true need. And the true need was very, very important. And it varied from project to project. So in some projects, they didn't even care when they got the garments, you know, as long as it wasn't more than, say, a month and a half later, they were totally and completely cool with it. And yet on the next project, the main need was that they had to have it in their hands in a certain period of time. So time was a big need, but it didn't necessarily apply to every single project. So really identifying what that true need was for each and every project was very, very important. And a lot of the time, even though time came out as like supposedly the true need, 
when it came down to when it came to push came to shove that's the phrase i was looking for when push came to shove and they had to decide between say getting the stuff on time and making sure that it actually looked the way they wanted it to look based on maybe a certain decoration technique just not being capable of finishing in a certain period of time maybe it was during the busy season they might have actually gone with oh let's just get it a couple of days late and make sure it really looks good so really identifying that true need was what i played a lot of as a business analyst role or stakeholder on these projects and of course you were always playing the business analyst um, with the customer and you were always playing business analyst on the vendor side too so with the decorators themselves and really understanding what did they need and what were the requirements they needed to understand from the customer and me understanding what their requirements were and making sure that to aligned so similar to working in like a tech company where you've got the requirements of the business and the requirements of the internal stakeholders so like the developers and the development team i was also playing project manager or project coordinator or whatever you want to call it and task manager in that there were several different tasks that i needed to do and get done to make sure that the the order kept moving along on the process to actually get decorated and then get out the door so there were a lot of different steps in between and i needed to manage all of that those steps to make sure that they got done in not only the correct order but at the correct milestones and if they didn't get done in the correct milestones figuring out what our plan b was and constantly reprioritizing so really taking on that role of project manager and then the last major role was really i guess it was really about customer service but then all also sort of operational support if you will in that obviously i was taking calls and really understanding right actually there is no customer service stakeholder in the bad box so yeah we'll look at it from an operational support position or sorry operational support stakeholder type in that there was a lot of day-to-day -day type stuff that needed to be done a lot of day-to-day -day type stuff that i needed to do to make sure that as the project manager i could be optimally effective so these were things like um making sure that i i had really strict ideas about what needed to happen on each and every project and reprioritizing each project so that once i got my project manager hat on i could say okay well what are the major risks involved here why is it that this project is 
so very crucial versus this other project because a lot of times I would actually need to tell my operational support type <laughs> mindset or switch into that role and answer to the project manager type role of like, okay, we're going to push this one project back in the interest of the other project. And so as an operational support type person, I'd then need to go out and talk to the customer of the project that we we're going to push back and figure out, okay, so what is the compromise here? You know, wh what can we do for you to make sure that you're still going to be a happy customer, even though we're having to push your order back. So there was that element to it too. And so I'm sure I was playing other roles in addition to those, but those were the major ones that came up all the time was business analyst, project manager, and operational support. Uh, yeah, so that's what I really mean by this whole idea of stakeholder or role switching is that we're always switching around to different stakeholder roles. And it's really quite imperative to understand this concept. And it's why I talk about it so much when for when you're reading the Babok. When they talk about the business analyst, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the same person doing absolutely everything. It could actually be a different person from hour to hour during the day, or it could be a different person for each task that's being done in the Babok. So you might not actually have a person with the title business analyst who has the responsibilities of that role, but you might have multiple different people who are assuming those responsibilities. And that's why it's so crucial to be able to understand that when you're reading the Babok is because you don't want to get it into your mind that any one person has to do all of this stuff as a business analyst, but that it could be multiple different people doing it. And to really get a sense of, okay, so this really is very, very dynamic. And I could as an individual having a position at a company, play any one role. That's it for today. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Biz Analyst Moments on the Babok Talk. Hi folks, this is Adam from Being a Biz Analyst, and I just wanted to reach out, obviously say thank you again for your continued support of the podcast. But also, I wanted to reach out because I know that there are probably millions of people all over the world. We actually have an international presence online right now, from the US to France to Jamaica to Russia and China and beyond. And I know that there are a lot more people out there that could benefit from this podcast. And what I'm asking is something really, really simple, 
which is that you share this podcast, either the episode or the podcast itself as a whole, and just tell people what you love about the podcast. You might know somebody who's in the same situation as maybe you were before you started listening to the podcast, or maybe where you're at right now. Maybe they just need a jump start, or maybe they need inspiration to get started, or maybe they don't even know where they're supposed to go next, and they're just in that place where they've got a whole bunch of potential, like we all do, and they just need to figure out what are those next steps I need to take to get to the career that I really want to be doing in business analysis, or maybe another position within that project, in within the project space. Really appreciate it if you could do that for me. And I'll even go one step further and give you the actual template of what to say. So it's real simple. You, you do your opener however you like to do it. I usually say something along the lines of howdy and then blank, whatever their name is, to fill in the blank. I, I've been listening to this po- great podcast for the last blank, however long you've been listening to it for. Really enjoyed the last episode, or I really enjoy the whole podcast, and that's because of blank and whatever it is that you're getting out of the podcast in general or maybe that you took away from that specific episode and I thought that you might benefit from it too and and then of course you do your closing however you do that I usually say have an amazing day and then my name What this will do is, worst case scenario, they say no thank you. And so what, you know? At least you reached out to them and offered them a gift. People usually love getting gifts. And you never know. It could be that one person that just needed to hear that one episode. Or maybe they just needed to realize that there was hope out there. And realized it from the podcast. So thank you very much again for listening to the podcast. Sharing it. And helping other people find that potential within them. That they can convert into their own career. From biz analyst potential to biz analyst career. By sharing the podcast. Have an amazing day. And keep pursuing your potential. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst for another Biz Analyst moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers.